Welcome to the Get Over Yourself podcast. This is author and athlete Brad Kearns discovering ways to be healthy, fit, and happy in hectic, high-stress modern life. So let's slow down and take a deep breath, take a cold plunge, and expertly balance that competitive intensity with an appreciation of the journey. That's the theme of the show. Here we go. Athletics is the best way I have found to keep myself engaged and apply energy. Look around and you can see plenty of examples of middle-aged men getting themselves into trouble by not managing their energy. Oh my gosh, running around, getting out of breath and trying to kick a soccer ball. I swear to you, the rest of the season, there was far less commentary and critical feedback from the sideline when parents realize just how difficult it is out there to kick a soccer ball straight in or defend someone who's trying to score. A focus on athleticism puts me in a continual state of rehabilitation from the process of aging naturally. Functional strength, quickness, range of motion, and extensive endurance. Being freed from external requirements lets me do the right thing for my health year-round. This is Brad. I want to tell you about my life-changing acquisition of a personal home-use sauna. I have a 6x6 barrel sauna in my backyard, ready-made heat therapy, a fabulous unit from Almost Heaven. Check out their website. You can very affordably order your own sauna for installation in your backyard or garage and have a sauna experience, the fabulous health benefits accruing from exposure to hot temperatures. Get that sweat going. These are beautiful, traditional dry barrel saunas where you splash the water on the rocks, go in there and relax. It's become a social centerpiece at my home. People traveling from far and wide to come check out the barrel sauna, turn the dial or set the timer and walk in to 200 degrees in the Caribbean seas. For some reason, people like to come to the sauna more than my cold tub. Go figure. Check out almostheaven.com and their beautiful natural wood designs. And pretty soon, surprisingly affordable, you will be in the home sauna business. Hey, listeners, I want to have a little fun today and read you a wonderful essay from my old friend, triathlon compatriot, Gordo Byrne, a Renaissance man, if there ever was one. He has a wonderful blog where he writes about family, fitness, and finances, his area of expertise. And what an interesting guy and backstory he has. He emerged onto the ultra-distance triathlon scene at the advanced age of 30 or 31 or something, having come from the wonderful world of big-time finance. So, yes, Gordo was one of these high flyers that you see dramatized on the Netflix series, having traveled the globe, done huge deals, and earned large incomes before the age of 30. He was in London. He was in Hong Kong. He's originally a Canadian, and he was just trying to kind of keep in shape while he was doing his his huge deals 
and living life in the fast lane. And I believe he had some form of an awakening where he decided to uh, drop off the game, drop out of the big scene and turn his attention to athletic pursuits. And like everything Gordo does in life, he does it to full extent uh, with the pursuit of peak performance and uh, high standards and goals. So here's this young guy. Uh, he's cashed out. He's got a little uh, free time. And what he did was he uh, trained at a at a rate that was possibly unmatched by any athlete in history uh, or not exceeded anyway. So he got into this extreme ultra distance triathlon training, uh, mainly with his uh, longtime sidekick, Scott Molina, one of the greatest triathletes of all time. And these guys were doing these uh, things called epic camps where they were going for uh, nine days straight or 13 days straight of virtually training the entire day, riding an average of 100 miles a day, running 10, 15 miles every single day, swimming for hours in the pool, and then performing at some of the most difficult endurance events in the world. Uh, Gordo is a former winner of the Hawaii Ultraman, and you might have heard of the Ironman, that crazy event that's on TV and is widely recognized as the championship uh, in the sport of triathlon, where the participants swim 2.4 miles, bicycle 112, and run 26.2 but the Ultraman, oh my goodness, that's just like uh, outside of category. All de category, they call it on the Tour de France when the mountain climb is higher than they can even rate on the typical category rating system. So listen to this Ultraman. I believe I'm pretty accurate here with the first day's event being a six-mile swim and a 90-mile bike ride. The second day is a 170-mile bike ride. This is all on the big island of Kona, so it's taking place under uh, pretty significant heat and difficult windy conditions. And then the third and final day of the Ultraman is a 52-mile double marathon run. So this was the kind of stuff that was Gordo's game for uh, the better part of a decade. He went all in with this triathlon thing. And then he spit out and became a family man. I told you he was a renaissance man. So now he's raising kids in the beautiful town of Boulder, Colorado. He has some incredibly smart and insightful commentary especially in the uh, financial arena where he's uh, making predictions about markets and allocation of your assets and what's going on in the crazy real estate scene, offering some wise commentary from experience. So every time you get his blog post, it's very short and concise. So I highly encourage you to go sign up at gordoburn.com. That's Gordo, B-Y-R-N, GordoBurn.com. And you can push the subscribe button and you'll get this coming into your email every time. It takes two to three minutes to read and the insights are fantastic. And they are highly focused in those three areas, family, fitness, and finances. And the title of this essay that I want to share with you is called Athletic Beyond 45. And it's a category that has so much meaning and importance to me because uh, like Gordo, we're way past our uh, peak days where we were training and dedicating our entire lives and every ounce of energy we had to these crazy triathlon goals. And now we're trying to juggle an assortment of responsibilities. And Gordo is in the thick of it with his three young children. So he's trying to be super dad, also stay fit in a more reasonable way than he did when he was trying to win these crazy events and just live the best life possible with a really open mind and a really beautiful perspective. So here we go. I'm going to read this essay, Athletic Beyond 45. Much more good stuff like this at gordoburn.com. Middle age. 
is going better than I expected. Why? Because choices that made sense when I was younger have been replaced by a lifestyle that's a better fit for where I want to take myself. Let's run through the major adjustments. You might not want what you think you want. Athletics is the best way I have found to keep myself engaged and apply energy. Look around, and you can see plenty of examples of middle-aged men getting themselves into trouble by not managing their energy. So I will sign up for a race to keep myself out of trouble. Not so fast. Engaging in athletic competition is different from being athletic. Fit for competition is not fit for an engaged life with meaning. To be the sort of father and husband I want to be, I need to avoid athletic competition. The requirements of racing well and my competitive peers exert an inevitable pull on my life—a pull I enjoy, but one that takes me away from where I want to be in five to ten years' time. There are different ways to define excellence, and the traits that ring most true to me don't have a clock attached to them. The most specific component of race fitness is the least valuable to my wife and kids. In your mid forties, you will notice a change in how you respond to training. Specifically, sustained tempo is a lot more fatiguing. This intensive endurance pace is a core part of training for performance. As a middle-aged athlete, sustained tempo will gobble up your energy and leave you spent for other aspects of your life. If you're in a clutch of negative addictions, then this can be a very good choice to make. However, you will have nothing left towards building a life that your future self will value. Are you following me here, people? This is Brad talking now. You might be thinking that he's only talking to those extreme competitors that are out there spending their entire weekends putting in more miles instead of helping out their kids、uh, slicing apples for the soccer games. But I find that people of a variety of fitness levels、uh, might want to reflect on what Gordo's talking about here, where your outlets are taking up too much time and energy, and you're kind of putting yourself in a trance. Maybe it's an escapist、uh, idea or escapist strategy, where you're not fully engaged with things that you're going to regret later, such as family time. It takes a lot of energy and focus to be all in and highly present for your kids. Oh my goodness! I remember when I was coaching soccer, basketball, track, and I'd have so much fun at these practices and be. Highly engaged and trying to do the best I could, and reference my notes from learning from other great coaches, and、uh, organize a successful practice, and be attentive to all the kids and the different needs, especially the kids that had different attitudes and different dispositions that might not have aligned with the traditional approach. They needed a little extra attention, an extra boost, that kind of thing. And oh my gosh, I'd get home from these events and I'd just be exhausted, <laughs> even though I felt fine in the midst of the two-hour practice. I'd get home and I'd just. Drop because it took all that psychic energy as well as the physical energy、uh, of being a participatory coach. And、uh, I want you to go on my website and look at the new link called Meet Brad. It's under the About button, and I just wrote this、uh, fun essay inspired by Abel James and his、uh, section of his website where he tells a personal story. And I realize that might be a fun thing for me to do to help you get to know me and my background better.、Uh, but I talk about that period of life where I was all in as a 
a participatory coach and uh, kind of having a little fun with it. But I was definitely out there giving my best physical effort because I like to have my coaching experience uh, benefit my own physical fitness, but also just to be in there with the kids and uh, connect with them and empathize with what they were going through. If it was a hot day at practice, I wasn't the guy standing there blowing the whistle. I was out there sweating with them and realizing uh, what it takes to put yourself on the line and try to pursue peak performance and try to build skills in new events. Oh my gosh, I remember one time <laughs> we had a a game in under eight soccer, or maybe it was under 10, and the opponent did not show up. Uh, so rather than pack up and go home on a beautiful Saturday morning, I called the parents out to the field and I said, okay, it's time for a scrimmage against the kids. <laughs> and oh my gosh, running around, getting out of breath and trying to kick a soccer ball. I swear to you, the rest of the season, there was far less commentary and critical feedback from the sideline when parents realize just how difficult it is out there to kick a soccer ball straight in or defend someone who's trying to score. <laughs> All right. So sorry, Gordo, for uh, uh, departing from your beautiful essay. But I wanted to put that note in there to make sure that we can all relate to what Gordo's talking about, even if you're not an extreme competitor. So the middle-aged athlete putting too much energy out there, the sustained tempo stuff will gobble up your energy and leave you spent. <sighs> this reality, the fact that the uh, training endeavors will gobble up too much family time, was a tough for me to face, Gordo says. I know how valuable tempo training is to athletic performance. It was made easier by stopping racing and reminding myself that I didn't want the family lives and marriages of my competition. Letting go of deep fatigue enabled me to reestablish consistency, which was being shot to pieces by minor injuries, slow recovery, illnesses, and low motivation, all of which stemmed from giving myself more load than I could absorb. About those injuries, stop hurting yourself. Somewhere in my recent past, I realized I was constantly managing low-grade calf injuries. At the time, I wasn't training for a race or even doing much mileage. There was no reason to endure constant setbacks. You're likely to have similar moments, and the performance gurus will encourage you to grind through. I'd encourage you to pause and ask yourself three questions. Number one, where is this likely to take me? Elective orthopedic surgery, maybe? Number two, what is my goal here? Alienate my spouse and estrange myself from my kids? Number three, is there a better way to achieve my goal? Or perhaps a better goal to achieve? In my case, I replaced the running with hiking and functional strength training. I can do these before my family wakes up or alongside my family. My best athletic memories of my 50s are shared experiences in nature with my family. With a young wife and three kids, I'm slowly filling the state of Colorado with happy thoughts. When I'm 70, then they can carry the backpack. Reality is enough for me. If you're tempted to use drugs, then something needs to change. Shooting up your knee like an NFL lineman, boosting your hormonal profile to beat an athlete whose spouse just walked out the door, taking health risks to train alongside college kids. <gasps> Ask those three questions. Where is this likely to take me? What is my goal here? Is there a better way to achieve my goal? A focus on athleticism puts me in a continual state of rehabilitation from the process of aging naturally. Functional strength, quickness, 
range of motion, and extensive endurance. Being freed from external requirements lets me do the right thing for my health year-round. Place a demand on yourself, then recover while working on a project that benefits your larger life. While expanding your life beyond athletics, remove whatever screws up your sleep patterns. My 4.30 a.m. wake-up makes poor choices obvious immediately. This approach will enhance your biochemistry naturally and not mask errors. To learn by iteration, it is essential to physically experience my mistakes. Okay, I told you Gordo's posts were always short, and that wrapped up that one. And then there's a another one that's sort of related, so I'm going to continue to read and try to piece these two together for you. And the next one is titled Victory and Vanity. How are you going to feed that part of your personality that craves recognition, thrives in adversity, and wishes to dominate others? Can you see your desires? Have you considered what is driving your desires? You might simply be overscheduled and seeking socially acceptable personal space. It's worth looking deeper. When I looked deeply, everything was there, positive and negative. There are many ways to spin our motivators. Recognition can come from my children, who are hardwired to be impressed by me. I look pretty jacked to a seven-year-old. Personal growth through facing adversity can come from the final few reps of a set or simply getting out of bed some mornings. My endurance mantra, many people would like the ability to do this right now. Domination is a tricky one, especially when surrounded by women and children. At my best, I turn it inwards and seek to overcome my negative traits, specifically my urge to resort to force rather than skillful engagement. We often let each other off by saying things like, hey, everyone's different, or you need to find your own way. I disagree. We are very, very similar within our cultures and wired to follow social proof. If you want to change your motivation, then change your location. I'm parked in the fittest zip code in America. That's Boulder, Colorado, baby. I don't know. Austin, Texas might challenge that. Let's have a contest. (sighs) I'm training in nature with a young family, thinking daily about a handful of men who are presenting their best selves to the world. Finally, remove the friction between your current habits and the life that you want to lead. I have a home gym, I wake up at 4.30 a.m., and there aren't any email or social apps on my phone. I created a situation where there was nothing for me to do between 5 and 6 a.m. in the morning. So I write or I train activities that leave me satisfied in hindsight to help my future self. Gordoburn.com. Good stuff. Thank you for listening, people. Thank you, Gordo. That's good stuff, man. Keep it up. Thank you for listening to the show. We would love your feedback at getoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love if you could leave a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's a hassle. You have to go to desktop iTunes, click on the tab that says ratings and reviews, and then click to rate the show anywhere from five to five stars. And it really helps spread the word so more people can find the show and get over themselves, because they need to. Thanks for doing it.